Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Bellucci-Sessa, creative coach, speaker and facilitator. In this episode, I will talk about letting go of perfection and accepting and understanding what good enough is. Because this is one of the learnings I wish I knew early in my career on how mindfulness and design can build creative confidence and managemental health. In confidence, I believe that most of my drawings are bad, especially those made quickly during workshops even if people are mind-blown by them. I can hear a voice in my head that says, it's not good enough. I talk a lot about this in episode one, and I could talk about this more and more, because mindfully paying attention to what happens in my head makes me understand all the reasons for why I always think I'm not good enough, like my perfectionism, society expectations, comparison with others, and also having a sense of accomplishment. But I'm gonna leave these for future episodes. Because in this episode I want to talk about accepting and understanding what good enough is. We tend to focus on the word good in opposition to great or perfect. But I believe that the key word is enough. So in this episode we talk about good enough for what? So if you, like me, feel that your work is never good enough and always try to be perfect, and you try to juggle between these two, and that brings you to either get stuck or take too many risks, I will tell you what I wish in early in my career. Beside myself, I saw many other people paralyzing or having these problems. And that because they get stuck on the potential risks of a project, or they try to achieve perfection before presenting something to others. But I also seen problems on the other side of the spectrum on people that embrace too much the mentality of good enough is better than perfect. And that's why I want to clarify what good enough is not. Good enough is seen sometimes like contenting yourself with something incomplete, not functional, and not sustainable in the long term. And I want to focus on the sustainability aspect. It's not about just the environment, it's just how much an idea can carry forward in time. And that's because I've saw people doing something good enough They were just good enough to say, yes, I've done it, I was efficient, I did it without wasting a lot of time, and now I don't need to think about it anymore. A good enough mentality means starting imperfectly, yes, because you assume it will impact positively in the short term, and then you're gonna come back to it to improve it next time. If you don't plan to check your assumption of positive impact and build on it, You're not doing good enough, you're just doing a bad job. So we'll see now how making something good enough means mindfully accepting and controlling the resources you have, the progress and impact you can have, and the learnings you can gather. So the next time you will make it better enough. Let's look at these in detail. Good enough for what? Good enough to move forward. You need to start somewhere, that happens when you have an idea or an opinion that will become more real once you bring it to life with a sort of medium. Whether it's a sentence, a drawing, or whatever you use to represent what you have in mind. My suggestion to you is to accept that you have an amazing imagination. Most of the time you will imagine something realistic and perfect in your head. But once you bring it to life, probably won't be perfect anymore. In confidence, that happens to me a lot of times, when I bring my ideas to life. 
because sometimes I'm not able to execute exactly that I'm not able to draw perfectly what I have in mind or use the tools to represent it. Sometimes I have to make some feasibility compromise if I have an amazing idea, while in reality something is not going to be exactly like that because to achieve it you need a lot of money or you need some technology that you cannot have or whatever. But also because the more you think about an idea, the more you're going to have others' support and uh, point of view, the more you're going to discover imperfection that you weren't aware of in mind, you're going to see some areas of improvement, and you're going to discover new unknowns. And that's normal. Accept that, without judgement, and let it go. Once you let it go, you can focus on the present. Because what you have in mind is the past, its potential is in the future, and what you've just created is in the present. Focus on the present, acknowledge that now you have something good enough to move forward. Because now people can access what you only had in mind before. This is whether you collaborate with teammates, stakeholders, users. So for example, my ugly drawings during workshops, they were good enough to create a shared understanding, to make sure that people were talking about the same things, were imagining the same things about how a service was meant to work. But also it's good enough for people to experience what you had in mind, whether they are users or other experts at people that you collaborate with, so that you can observe the impact of your idea on them. Let's look at that more in detail. Good enough for what? Good enough to impact. So many of my badly executed drawings were anyway good enough to show them to users and ask them to imagine how they will feel, do and think while experiencing those interactions. I keep bringing up the example of the drawings, but it's the same with your big idea of a, an app or a business. Instead of trying to launch something big and perfect, launch something small but good enough to start improving people's life. And if you prioritize correctly which part of your big idea to start with, could actually become a game changer for your users. So in this podcast, I don't have a legal team to ask to on whether it's okay for me to mention a company name, but I know that it's going to be good enough for me to say on this podcast that a small startup in the UK disrupted the financial market by creating an app that made it easier for friends to split bills. It was a game changer for them. It improves people's life, but also started to generate revenue to the startup. But that would not have happened if the startup were thinking, oh, hang on, our big vision here is to build a bank. We need to do that perfectly and then launch into the market. They didn't do that. They start with something simple that was good enough to impact people's life and generate revenue. And now they are a bank, not only because that was good enough to move forward and impact people's life, but also to learn new things on how to build a bank. Let's look at that more in detail. Good enough for what? Good enough to learn. After making something that was just good enough, the bank had the money to bring more expertise on, but also a user community to engage with and ask them if what done was really good enough and how to make it better. But also if you want to deliver or design something, it's an end-to-end process every time. So instead of taking many years to build the perfect bank and then launch it in the market, they decided to make many end-to-end processes shorter that allow them often to launch something, a piece of this big puzzle. 
and this created more opportunity for the team to understand how to work better together. Every time we complete a task, not only that motivates us because we get a sense of accomplishment, but also every working cycle you close by finishing something, you can ask yourself, what do I do well? What can I do better next time? And this is key because what really good enough is, is good enough to design your confidence. Doing something for the first time is scary. Change is scary, it's normal. There are long distances that we have to take to innovate and change our lives. So it's okay if instead of gathering the courage to make a big perfect leap, we break it down into smaller steps that are good enough to move forward, to check if we are going in the right direction, to gather more resources and to learn so that then we can be more confident in our journey. It's okay if you don't have enough confidence for a big leap. Take small steps that are good enough with what you've got. Let's look at that more in detail. Good enough for what? Good enough with what you've got. Just acknowledge that there are limited resources. And I talk about money, the learnings you have, the expertise, the number of customers, but also the trust of those that work with you, those that need to endorse your idea. Mindfully accepting the resources that we have available makes us resourceful. Resourcefulness means making the best of the resources we have, not stretching our resources as if we had more. Accepting the resources you have means owning those that limit you, but also make the best of those that free you. And that's going to be different whether you are in a startup, in a big organization, or depending by the industry you are in. For example, in the workshops I was talking to you about, I had a limited time, but also the expectations were pretty low. Nobody was expecting me to create the 16 chapel. When I was working as a startup, we only had a few customers and the budget was limited, but also the stake of making something bad for our reputation was really, really low compared to working with big organizations that because they had many customers, their stake of reputation is really, really high, but they have more resources like people and time, which allows them to create safe spaces where ideas can be tested while other resources are invested to deliver the business as usual, but also not accepting the resources you have being you to stretch them. And stretching them is what brings you to have a bad work-life balance or to become a stressful manager or leader because you expect too much from people. But also, our confidence is one of our resources. And if we stretch it and we feel overconfident, we don't test things earlier, we don't do enough research, it means that we're going to take too many risks. Let's look at that in detail. Good enough for what? Good enough to not make things worse. You might say, well, it's easier for you. In my workplace, things need to be perfect, not just good enough. And I'm gonna reply, sure. Are you doing something like building a space rocket or performing a heart surgery? If not, and you feel in this way, probably you or your boss need to relax a bit and understand what is the worst case scenario. But also, if you do space rockets or perform a heart surgery, if you never tried with something just good enough to learn and build your confidence, 
probably you are taking too many risks. As the astronaut Chris Hadfield says, no astronaut launches their rockets with a finger crossed. Even those who do fly and build rockets or perform heart surgery, they don't suddenly do it. Astronauts train with something that is just good enough, like shadowing someone more expert or using simulation or by flying simpler aircraft before. And even for space agencies as a whole, sending a rocket around the orbit is just good enough. The space agencies want to go on planets and colonize them. So what they're doing now is just good enough for them to understand how to get there, so that they build the confidence in a way that in the first interplanetary trip, they won't be there with their finger crossed. Because that means taking too many risks. And if you struggle to think about it now, think that this is not the start. They started with something that was good enough, like the Gemini missions, where for the astronaut going into orbit, but doing their number two into bags was good enough to space exploration. Good enough is not about making something imperfect, it's about managing risks while using limited resources. Good enough means using our creative confidence of taking enough risks and using enough resources to make something that moves us forward enough to impact and learn, so that we grow our creative confidence enough for taking more risks and using more resources next time. I'm gonna repeat that again because it was long and they have many times the word enough in it. Good enough means using our creative confidence of taking enough risks and using enough resources to make something that moves us forward enough to impact and learn, so that we grow our creative confidence enough for taking more risks and using more resources next time. So ask yourself, how can I build my confidence by doing something that is good enough to move forward, gather learnings, and check if I'm going in the right direction? And let me know how it goes. Also, let me know if this episode was good enough or not to help you, so that you will help me by growing my creative confidence for future episodes. Go to designingconfidence.com. There you can see how to contact me and also find links to relevant resources and people I found inspiring for this and other talks. And if you found this aspiring, please leave a review and share this podcast. Tell people why you think this podcast helps your creative confidence. Become someone else's safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building their creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener, which I thank you for. And now it's time for me to shut up so you can listen to your own thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spent to learn and grow.